Learning how to think may seem like a silly chapter for most people, but we often tend to believe we, we think every day, you know? This just isn't so. Having random thoughts running through our heads influenced by our circumstances or situations is not thinking. It's simply acknowledging the stimulus around us. Let me propose an alternate side to you. Let's assume that thinking is just simply controlling the thoughts that we have. It is regaining control of our mind. It is focusing on the things that will help us to achieve what it is that we truly desire. If you were to stop and take an inventory of the thoughts that you have on a regular basis, you would realize that what you think is far more than you consciously pay attention to. Let me say that again. What you think, the thoughts going through your head, are far greater than what you consciously pay attention to. As we discussed earlier in this book, our subconscious mind, or our unconscious thought, hold more power to change the way that we make decisions than our conscious mind does. So, would it not make sense to spend some time learning how to think more consciously? In this way, we can reframe our thinking and redirect our subconscious thoughts. Since we cannot consciously think about what is unconscious, the only way that we can change the unconscious mind is to change the input that we give it to work with. Although the subconscious mind is more powerful than the conscious, it is subject to the work and to work with the information that we give it. This is important, okay? This is the importance of learning how to think on a conscious level. We can affect the subconscious mindset, which ultimately directs our decisions and actions by choosing the input that we allow inside. <laughs> okay, this all sounds well and good, you say, but how can I reframe what I think? How can I change the thoughts that I'm not even conscious of? I'm glad you asked, okay? Affirmations is one way. One way to reframe our unconscious thinking is that of affirmations. Affirmations are funny and a broad, sometimes controversial subject, if you will. Uh, I'm not one who believes that if you simply state something repeatedly, that it is just going to magically come into being in my life. I truly believe that it is a bunch of hogwash, that if you just simply repeat things over and over again, boo, it's going to magically appear. It just doesn't work like that. No offense, you know, to the hogs, I mean. <laughs> Affirmations tell your subconscious mind what to focus upon. They give direction to the subconscious mind. They give it ideas and context to work with out of the situations in our life. If we give enough of the appropriate ingredients, we can create something wonderful. In the same regard, if we begin with the wrong ingredients, we're going to have a very distasteful dish of food. 
If you don't believe me, try putting a piece of lasagna in a bowl in the morning, pour some milk on top of it, and call it cereal. If it... Yeah, it's really not going to matter how much sugar you add to it. It's still not going to taste like a bowl of sweet cereal in the morning. We must introduce the right ingredients to our mind if we're going to expect to have a healthy mindset. Self-reflection is another way. Remember back at the beginning of the book when I told you that we can't really start a journey until we first realize where we're at right now? Well, this is a key portion in the second step in reframing our thinking. We must spend time in self-reflection. We must solitarily sit down, quieting the world around us, and with great intention, evaluate where we are emotionally, where we are mentally, where we are spiritually. When we evaluate where we are in each one of these areas, we must spend time being honest and vulnerable with ourselves. If we're not willing to do this with ourselves, then we will never be able to achieve a greater understanding of our starting point, and thus, no matter where we go from here, we're going to miss the mark. If you remember my analogy about land navigation, then you'll understand the importance of knowing where you start. Another tool that has been effectively used for years is that of journaling. This powerful form of reframe is simply using a simple technique called journaling, okay? Whether or not you do this in the morning or in the evening is not as important as how you choose to approach it. I have found two specific ways of journaling to be very beneficial. A morning journal, it, it's the time in which I reflect on where I am, where I will be going throughout the rest of my day. It is often beneficial for more people to write this up by hand. I myself find this to be extremely irritating and frankly annoying because I do not write well and I'm very not a very fast typist either so that doesn't work well for me. I choose to do audio journaling for myself because it allows me to clearly express my thoughts without the frustration of trying to record them on paper or on screen. When I do this first thing in the morning, it allows me to center myself in that moment and then give myself direction for the remainder of the day. The other type of journaling is the evening journal. This is the time in which I reflect on my day and focus on my goals for tomorrow. One thing I enjoy about journaling in the evening is not to necessarily center myself for the day, but it allows me to assess what I did with my day and what area I can make changes in for a better tomorrow. It is not necessarily for an afterthought period, but a precursor to the next day. So although, although we review today, we reflect on today, we're actually preparing for tomorrow. When I assess what I did during my day today and how I can approach things differently tomorrow, I am in fact giving my subconscious mind 
the context and direction to work out my following day as I sleep. I have found this to be an amazing way to get a solid uh, head start on the following day so that I'm not stuck first thing in the morning with just being too tired to get out of bed or feeling unmotivated. I, in fact, have given my mind permission to create a start for tomorrow before I even end my today. Can you imagine if you started tomorrow eight hours early and you got all that work accomplished before you even woke up and now it was just a matter of implementation each day? One asset that I have found to be effective in helping me to refresh my mind and my thinking is that of having an accountability partner. You may choose a close friend, a spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, mom, dad. It really doesn't matter who you choose as long as that person is someone who cares enough about you to be brutally honest with you each day. You see, this is going to be the person that you give permission to point it out when your thinking is wrong, when your words are out of line, when your actions are out of touch with what should be getting done. When your words are out of line, you give an indication of what's going on inside you. Your accountability partner is the one that is going to call you out when you're letting your mind go in the wrong direction. They're the ones that will give you the encouragement when you're feeling low and a pat on the back when you're doing it right. This accountability is someone that will help you grow and to be more mindful about where your thoughts are throughout your days. Now that we've covered a couple ideas about how to reframe your thinking, let's just spend a few moments and let's just discuss some ways that you can know what to think, what rules your decisions, and what's worthy of your thoughts. So I want you to go ahead, pause this for a moment, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, your iPad, whatever it is, and I want you to just do each one of these things. First, I want you to write down your top goal for the year. But I don't want you to write down, my goal for the year is, I want you to write down, I will accomplish, and so forth, right? Now, what it is that you're going to accomplish, the next thing I want you to answer is, are they clear? Is it concise? Write out what you're going to accomplish with more clarity. Do it again, right now and be as specific as possible. Go ahead and pause and then come back. How are you gonna measure your results and progress towards this outcome? Write this down now. If you did not have the spaces filled out above, Pause the video, go back, and spend some time thinking about the accomplishments that you've set forth, okay? Because if you're not going to do the work, then why are you even listening to this audio or reading the book? Doesn't make any sense. Think about the person that you want to be tomorrow and say, is that the measurable result in which I can record progress in? I know 
Goal setting is not something that most people actually do with any intentionality or focus. Goals seem to have been numbed out with this new resolution year thing. Like every year it's going to have a new resolution, we're all going to get healthy, we're all going to lose weight, and that lasts for about 30 days, and it's cold hot chocolate and cookies, right? It just falls apart. We now see goals as something that we promise ourselves yet have no actual intention of keeping. It's time, it's, it's time, right now, it is time for you to change that in you. You will no longer set goals. You will decide on your outcomes. And that's it. It's time to change the context of goals into something that is concrete and undeniable in your life. It's time to start being accountable to yourself. It's easy to do when you know what it is that is important to you. Morally, what is the standard that you have set up in your life? What is right? What is wrong? What is acceptable? What is unacceptable? Take some time. Write these things down. Yes, like right now. Write them down. Okay, now spiritually, what standard have you set for yourself? Write it down. <laughs> there you go. I knew you would. Now, take the time to identify in your spirit what brings you fulfillment and joy. Be intentional when identifying the compass that directs you. One other area importance is that of ethics. Okay, ethics. What is appropriate and inappropriate in business and in life? You see, when we identify the standards in each one of these areas, we will be unable to identify, or I'm sorry, we will be able to identify what is truly important to us. Trust me. If you don't know what's important to you, it will be almost impossible to prioritize what is necessary to accomplish. The next step is simply educating yourself. Educating yourself in the area of psychology. This would benefit everyone. Study the areas of the subconscious mind that govern how we make decisions and why we take the actions that we do each day. When we educate ourselves about the mind and how it works, we can then approach our thoughts and our meditations from informed position. When we approach things from an informed position, we can utilize the tools that we have more effectively and efficiently to achieve the outcomes and the goals that we have set. I encourage you to take the rest of this book and spend time with each chapter. I will not make them long. They will not be overwhelming. In fact, I will try to keep them short and concise for you. I will make them easy to consume and digest at an internal level. I want you to take all of your energy and focus and place it into the application of these principles, not burning it all up and trying to understand them. Implementation is key for advancement in any area of your life. My goal is to make an efficient use of your time become extremely effective in the accomplishment of becoming better than you were yesterday. So, 
Let's get right into it and let's talk about how simple small changes can give you great rewards. <laughs> 